If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. I have dry bars. Balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck your big balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Carson? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That's right. To another edition of Suck My Bass, Suck My Bass. My I'm your host on the Seam of the Air is Clean, and I'm lighting up that green. Ya boy. MSG. You can follow me on Twitter on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week. I'm here with my bros, not my hoes. We making that droz as we getting all them uh, South Park quotes uh, off the nose, and you know as it tingles down to my toes. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Normally, each and every week he joins us. He's been with us since day one. However, he's not here. Miss you, buddy. Hope you're well. Uh, Scoop right now is uh, just going through some different things. So he's just adjusting. He's like, oh, I got to adjust my schedule. I got to do some work, blah, blah, blah. You know how life is. So he's getting on. And and I was just going to say in honor of Scoop because no one could hear it. I was doing the Tim and Tim and Tim with my mic muted because he probably would have done the same. I would have done the same. That was in honor of you, Scoop. Scoop's on me. Hashtag Scoop's on me. Uh, but we have a guest today. He's with us. He's my boy. He's been back on the podcast before. He's been on with us twice. We had him on What's with up, fellas. We had him on with uh, Kyle, Kyle, and then we also had him on uh, on another episode as well. And he's also got. He's also a musician, and he's he's a pretty he's a pretty damn fine musician at that. Give you a little. Give yeah, a, I didn't like. I didn't even know you had this one. Give you a little teaser here. Copyright Darren, uh, Mark Music, Darren Ramsden. Uh, but yes, uh, he's back on the podcast. What's up, D Train? How you feeling? How's it going, fellas? So that's how we that's how we met. It's music. 
is music? Music is the movement of life. It's the rhythm and the flow of one's body and soul. Yeah, what does a musician do on their off time on on the road? Watch South Park. That's all they do. I think someone needs to quote me on that. <laughs> on the podcast, I needs to be on a meme somewhere. Well, we're back, guys, to review another edition of Suck My Balls' is a favorite show, South Park. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. Each and every week, we review this show in linear fashion. You didn't know. We're also sponsored by TheBakeBoysClub.com. Visit TheBakeBoysClub.com and get yourself some merch. They're going through some website maintenance right now, so I'm not going to tell you to go there exactly. But a shout-out to Mars, one of the guys who uh, part of the Bake Boys Club, owners of the Vegas uh, location. He uh, just announced with his uh, lovely lady that they are having a beautiful girl. Uh, she's pregnant. And they did the whole reveal thing on Instagram by, you know, uh, with the little streamers or whatever, popping out the yellow or pink confetti or whatever. So uh, shout out to him, our sponsor there. And if uh, you're in the area, if you go to Vegas, you're there, just use the code SuckMyBallsPod. He'll give you 15% off. And, of course, when the website's back up and running, I'm assuming you'll, of course, be able to enter that code as well. So again, Big Boys Club, not just a brand. It's, you know, it's kind of a lifestyle. But uh, we're back for season six, episode three. This is Freak Strike. Look for the true freak label that is uh, here. And it's also the our 85th episode, uh, 85 episodes. And we've got something planned, the 100th episode. We can't give it away yet, but just so you know, we're 15 episodes away from that itself. And we got something planned. You know what we should do? Uh, it's too, uh, like, not now, but when we get there, um, or no, is it, is it the first one? Yes. it. Ha- yeah. It's like, we should actually review the 100th episode of South Park <laughs> just as our 100 suck my balls. Just so we for the war against the war. Who cares? 100 episodes. And he goes, that's really <laughs> true. Like we're at in this fucking society for the war against the war for the vax against the vax. Who cares? 100 episodes. <laughs> Uh, Little now, cuties. Now Darren's Community on. Community kids are out there. Now Darren is pulling a scoop and he's on mute. So like that was that's great. Way way to fill in for scoop. Isn't there. that great? That's great. We appreciate I it. Know I got I got my button all the way up here. How <laughs> my stuff is routed, so my computer's all the way up there. I, I was originally just gonna leave my mic on the whole time, so I didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> well, the synopsis of this episode to get started is Freak Strike, as we mentioned, is the third episode of season six. If you're not keeping up, and the 82nd overall episode of South Park. It aired on March 20th, 2002. Now, when the boys learn after watching the talk show Maury Povich with people who are grossly dis- disfigured, that they can receive a prize itself for sending one of them, or they watch the other kids and uh, adults who have uh, mental and physical deformities uh, get prizes uh, for said mental dif- and yeah, that's a tongue twister for mental and uh, physical deformities. Uh, I'm going to play that clip, and then I'm going to talk about the Maury Povich show. Today on the Maury Povich show, these poor unfortunate people all have horrible disfigurements, and you won't believe how we exploit them for your amusement. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Hey, Kenny. That's awesome, Kenny. No gosh darn it, fellas. My name's not Kenny. Kenny's dead. Okay, not Kenny. But I'm not going to wear this coat anymore, either. I should be able to be you guys' friends without wearing Kenny's old coat. Shh, be quiet, not Kenny. The Maury Povich freak show is on. Oh, all right, then. All right, then. So I have to watch Maury five times a week, guys, because it's still on. And it's they're still making brand new episodes. Hell, he was making brand new episodes Ooh. during freaking COVID, like where he was having people discuss their fucking DNA results and bullshit via Zoom. Like, so like this show is still going strong. It amazes me that Maury to this day is this strong. Now, this, of course, I think is maybe a, a, 
a blown out of proportion version of what Maury is, because I don't necessarily think he'd have this type of successful career, uh, even in the Me Too movement or the Speaking Out movement or the politically correct movement, whatever you want to call it, if he was actually this vindictive and evil. However, I also don't know the full backstory on Maury Povich. Joe, uh, do you have any history or tidbits you know about Maury um, I know at one point he was a legitimate journalist or reporter or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, he's the one that's married to Connie Chung, who was like the host of the evening, the CBS evening news in the 90s when Rather was not doing it. Um, So like he has a legitimate background and everything, but just like the Springer or anything, you know, when you find the money in Crash TV, that's where you find the money. And I think it was um, Maury Povich. And if you guys have listened to the show before, you know, I got suspended a lot in junior high school for fighting and stuff. And I think watching an episode of the Maury Povich show was like, how I learned what either a hermaphrodite or a transvestite was. And like, that was, yeah, that was the last time I was allowed to watch Maury for a few years. <laughs> what was a good keyword there? You said crash TV. Cause that was going to be my question to Darren. You know, you, of course you're a big South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park fan. Do you, did you ever watch Maury? Like, or did you consider Maury something that was entertaining? Oh no. And my parents would never let me watch something like that. No. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's a, uh, you, I, every once in a while, you know, you like, you're up super late at night and you, you go scrolling through like, Oh, there's, there's Maury Povich and there's some, some drama going on. That's, that's entertaining. That's about the gist of what, you know, I know of Maury Povich. And I think one of the key phrases he said, and that was at one point when he, when he thought he said he was a, <laughs> he was a legit journalist and at one point, yeah. uh, but you know, he found the money and he's I'm going. He's going with it like you. People are watching it if he's still on. Um, people eat up drama. People <laughs> love it. I mean, in Crash TV, you, you could argue. You could argue that a lot of the uh, the modern adult cartoons, like South Park, or like they're they're just doing it's just nonsense and drama and craziness at all times. And Mars, he's banking off of it big time. People yeah. really love that stuff, but doing doing the DNA test through remote. I mean, I guess that makes makes it a little bit better because you know you can't attack someone on stage remotely. There's no you do a DNA test, DNA test, and then you see him come running out the side, and you know you just start beating on him. There's none of that. That's the crux of that show. Is That's DNA test. Who is the father? You yeah. are the father. You are not the father. That's like literally what Maury is these days. Yeah. Uh, that's my thought. More or less. About that. <laughs> that's all his content. And like when I watch Steve Wilkos, at least Wilkos breaks it up. They'll have people on. Like his shit's fucking real too. Like you can research his cases. So like I'm just like, I'm not saying Maury isn't real. But the Steve Wilkos, he'll have people on that'll be like, did you sexually assault your sister? Did you sexually rape this person? Did what blah 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 blah? Did you steal the car? Did you steal the money? So his is more about lie detector tests. And he has people come yeah. up and then he yells at them and then it's funny. <laughs> And why don't why don't you have a seat? <laughs> why don't you go? Uh, it's why don't you sit right there. Take a seat right there. <laughs> Just take a seat right there. Go ahead. And yeah, his degree is in journalism. He started at a radio station in D.C. 
uh, got the anchor job at WNYW and then did a current affair in the eighties, which, yeah. So like he has a legitimate background and then he started doing a current affair and realized like, Oh, well the money's tabloid journalism. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and you don't, you don't get there even if you're doing the type of journalism that he's doing, you don't, you don't get there without doing some kind of real journalism first and getting those skills, you know, at least at that level. It's incredible that he's been doing it at for a long time. It's just, yeah. And he's been qualified to have started that. He's 82. I know he still looks like he's in his late sixties. So good for him. But you know, if you got lots of, lots of adrenochrome as South Park likes to point out, you know, who knows? Uh, Well, the plot of this episode starts as we mentioned, Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Butters decide to try to get on the Maury Povich show after watching an episode in which a girl with no midsection is given a gift certificate to a CD store in hopes that they will also get a prize. Our next guest is a little girl who was born without a midsection. Please welcome Domla Jones. You're a very brave little girl, and I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank Can you. you tell the audience how miserable your life is? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> You're a cutie. Do the other kids at school sometimes make fun of you? Sometimes. Do people sometimes stare at you? Sometimes. Do they go, oh, gross, what the hell is that thing? Mm, I don't know. Well, your mommy told us you like to listen to music. Yes. Well, guess what, Damla? We're going to give you a $300 gift certificate to CD World in Torrent. No, Bridget. Shit. So they decide. Call your name. Give you a prize. Right. So they decide to have Butters disguise himself as a freak and go on the show wearing fake balls on his chin. I don't know if it's in a clip, but I I just want to set up the scene here. So they decide to go back to the Star Trek nerds. And they get the Star Trek nerds who do cosplay and uh, I guess uh, face uh, makeup and facials and molding. Uh, disco- uh, concoct a chin ball or testicles and scrotum on Butter's face using out of clay and golf balls and, you know, I, I have some sort of uh, items for the pubic hair. And uh, so Butters then agrees to go on this trip. They also trade him for the first episode uncut version of Star Trek. <laughs> and Carmen's all like, they're like, yeah, why would you want that episode? That episode sucks balls. Carmen's like, check, check Butter's hairy chin belt. Uh, Butters doesn't agree right away. It was one of my favorite lines is Butters saying, oh, but it, but I'm put balls on my chin. My parents are going to ground me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to this clip. Yeah. It's been a while since I've clipped this. I forgot what I got on the board. Do you think they'll believe it? What does he should we say? Shh, be quiet, you guys. Hello, is this my Povich? Oh, well, who the hell are you? Oh, well, I'm talking about your ad for freaks. Right, I mean, people with disabilities. Yeah, I have a friend. He has a deformity. I think he'd be perfect for your show. Great. His condition? Uh, he has a condition called chin ballolitis. Yes, his balls actually hang from his chin. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. He's very upset about it. Yes, he cries all the time. Miserable. Uh-huh. You what? Really? What? Dude, they say they'll fly him out day after tomorrow. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yes, I'm sure I can convince him to come on the show. There will, of course, be a prize involved. Great. I'll call you back in an hour. No, thank you. Yeah. So, yes. Then he is hesitant, as we mentioned. He finally agrees, and we mentioned the Star Trek nerds designed some fake testicles for him to wear. So I was just getting a little ahead in the format. 
Wait, what does it have to be me? It has to be you, Butters. Think about it. Yeah, the fellas, if I go on Mari Pavlash, we'll move my balls on my chin. My parents are going to be really mad. We'll just tell your parents we're going on a camping trip with my parents. They'll never know. I'm sorry, but the answer is uh-uh. 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 Kenny would have done it. Kenny would have done it. So, I told you guys before, I'm not Kenny. We know. Believe me, we know. We're reminded every day that you're not Kenny because Kenny was cool. Yeah, God, I wish Kenny was still alive. He'd put balls on his chin. <laughs> he was such an awesome friend. <laughs> yeah, it was that's, that's the level of, of music writing that anyone wants to get through. You see the piano that comes in into the background, yeah. and that, that, was, that was gold. <laughs> that was pure gold. <laughs> So, yes, as we explained there, they traded the, uh, I guess, episode one for the cosplay work. Now, Butters travels alone on a plane to New York to appear on the Maury Povich show. He's in the green room, meets all the variously deformed people who welcome Butters to their union, which ensures that the U.S. TV talk show interview, you know, they interview their members regularly. The man with the foot on his head tells Butters that this union despises people who fake their deformities. He then goes on to tell them about Lobster Boy. Now, so we've got man with foot on his head. Uh, we had little person. We had scooped out eye guy. We had guy with no arms and legs. Uh, but yes, and they tell the story to Butters about Lobster Boy. Lobster Boy, we used to be a regular on the tax show circuit. Then one day we all found out about that Lobster Boy wasn't a real boy. He was just a lobster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, what happened? Lobster Boy is no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hamburgers. Yeah, you picked a good show to do first, kid, but you need to learn the ropes. There are a lot of people like you all over the country, and we all do talk shows for a living. We all know each other. We all kind of stick together to make sure our industry is protected. Yeah, like when someone lies about being a freak. Oh, they, they do, huh? Yeah, they'll make up a fake condition to go on these shows and then take our money away. We don't take kindly to that. Well, I can certainly see why. It's okay. Folks don't do it anymore. <laughs> Not after they saw what we did to Lobster Boy. <laughs> so Lobster Boy was supposed to be a human boy who resembled a lobster. Turned out he was just lobster, and they boiled him alive as punishment. Now Butters is now scared that they're going to find out that he's also living a lie, but he's going to continue to try and cover it up. So now, on the show itself, Maury introduces Butters as Neapolitan Bonaparte, or Napoleon Bonaparte from South Park. Butters tells Maury that his classmates always tease him for his condition, but not before nearly giving away about forgetting about his chin balls, and he instead rants about everyone mistaking him for Kenny before Maury then does remind him of his chin balls. Do the kids at school make fun of you because of your condition? What condition? You have balls that hang off your chin. I do? Oh, oh I, I mean, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, the kids at school make fun of me for that. That's close. What names do they call you at school? Uh, well, um, I guess they call me a turnball boy and a ball chin boy. When I was, when I'm walking, they'll say, "Hey, that goes chin balls." <laughs> now, I, I, this might be a sensitive subject, but did you guys ever know anybody with any mental deformities? Not like, and I'm not talking like, hey, maybe a friend was doesn't have a leg or an arm or something like that. I mean, like an actual mental deformity. <laughs> anybody? I mean, mental uh, butters is a that's a that's a physical deformity. Oh, sorry, I meant to say physical. I meant to say physical. I apologize. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I was gonna say because a missing leg, I think would would count. That's, I know, that's brutal. I guess, <laughs> so I, I guess my I just have known somebody since I was a kid, and I knew I grew up with another kid who didn't have a leg as well. So maybe it's just normal to me. You know what I mean? But one of my 
one of my best friends uh and closest friends back in my old town elliot he was he was literally born with without it so, and especially since he was born without it like he just he grew up knowing how to use it and then i have a another buddy pete who's like it happened halfway through his life and it was process and a half trying to figure out how to like live with one one arm but my buddy elliot he was like he's a guy he used to sell me weed and it was crazy because kid you not with a stub and he would he was fine making fun of himself or we'd play jokes on people in public it was like <laughs> you turn around to people at the cast register you want to give me a hand anyways he would bring me bring me weed over and like it's california legal fine we're great uh and dude he rolled better blunts than i did with one hand i the, I, i've seen this dude i you know i won't i won't name his last name but i've seen this <laughs> for his sake and i've seen him drive his he's got one hand i've seen him drive his car and roll a blunt like what is what's what's the deal <laughs> like how are you doing that right now and it's not like he has the full arm in the stub the stub's like it's it's all the way up here yeah, so he can't, like, it's funny one of uh like i guess you might say somebody i've known through the like when i met when i was like 14 just through the internet i still talk to him regularly uh just because we get into wrestling and uh, his name is chris and chris uh was doesn't have a i want to say it's his right leg either from the bottom or the top of his kneecap below and but he did amateur skateboarding when he was in like high school and even in college just got married so congratulations chris if you're listening uh, but he did like amateur skateboarding, won competitions and shit. I was just like, damn, bro. <laughs> like if they had had the skateboarding in the Special Olympics like they do now, like he would have fucking done that shit back in the day. You know what I mean? Now you know, in your 30s and shit, right? But yeah, so cool people like that. Joe, did you know anybody that had any physical deformity? Did you know anybody that had a dead fetus on the side of their head, an extra arm, lived in a bubble, anything like that? No, no, nothing like that. Yeah. Vegas! No, no balls on the chin. Come I think on. they, would call, they, they call them ball chinians. <laughs> Do you remember, Matt, the episode in this Butters Balls on the Chin always reminds me. There's a Men in Black, not episode, but one of the men, in, I think it was the second one. I don't remember. I went to see it with my grandfather when it had come out, so it had to have been the second one. Uh, dude comes out with balls on his chin. They said, oh, they screamed, look, there's a ball chinian. <laughs> And that's what they call him. Dude had big balls hanging from his and because he tried to kick him in the nuts, it didn't work. So when I mean kicked him in the chin. It always makes me think of that. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, because the balls on the chin is pretty rare. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on since Joe doesn't know any weirdos, even though he works in the carny business, it's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh <laughs> So on the show, as we mentioned, after introducing and we get the chin ball boy, Maury then gives him a trip to the largest miniature golf course in the world. Stan, Kyle, and Cartman are watching the show at home, and Cartman is angry that Butters got their prize. So Cartman, he calls Maury and tries to get himself on the show, but the operator explains that the show's not focusing on deformed people any longer, but they're actually only focusing on adolescents who are out of control. Hello, is this the My Puppet Show? Yes, hello. I'm calling because I saw your television program, and I also have balls hanging from my chin. 
I'd like to come on and talk about my disorder and perhaps get a free trip to the largest public golf course in the world. I'm sorry, but we're done doing freak shows for now. We're looking for people for a new topic. What's the new topic? Please help my out-of-control child. Oh. Hey, I'm out of control. Really? Is your mother in tears every day over how disobedient you are? Uh, sure. Does she worry about you doing drugs and having sex at such a young age? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I do crack and potpourri and greasy. Greasy? Well, that's great. If you can get your mom to come on with you, we'd love to fly you out. Now, this was the first time at this age that I heard what potpourri was. I knew what crack was. Never heard what potpourri was until that eventually turned into what we knew as spice, essentially. And then gweezies. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Joe, what's gweezies? I have no idea. God damn it. I might have to look that up real quick. You're from Vegas. John. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to know about freaks, strippers, and drugs. Isn't that what Vegas is, Joe? You're supposed to be an expert. Supposed to be an expert on these things. Yeah, but it's God gets a girl to hang out with and he fucking loses all the information. No, that's not it <laughs> at all. It like Urban De- Dictionary has something, and then like literally the next Google result is the sound bite we just played. So I think it's Cartman just pulling something out of his ass. Good. He's just making up words. I like it. Well, I think if we ever decide yeah. to create a drug, I guess we're calling it Gweezies. I don't know, Matt. Are you sure it's not a Colorado thing? Because uh, that would make you the expert. <laughs> well, not still it makes Joe. He lived here longer than me. So he's still the expert. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Joe's been. Joe also runs a wrestling promotion. Darren. That's what I'm saying. He works with the weirdos, beardos, and people who like Honey Nut Cheerios. That's great. I'm okay. I mean, if we're gonna talk physical, okay. Yes, I know a few. Um, I okay, believe don't say Zach Gowan wrestlers. Don't, okay. No. No, I was going to say a midget wrestler or two. I wasn't going to say Zach or Gregory. I've only worked with Gregory a couple times. Um, Like, I think um, one of the boys up in Oakland, like, lost a couple fingers on his hand, like, got hit by a train or some shit like that. That's crazy. But, I mean, you get hit yeah. by a train and you only lose a couple fingers. That's that's a win. Well, I'm saying. Not that you yeah. Joe, <laughs> I'm about to give you, Joe, your your next find in making a professional wrestler. It could, it could be a little out there, but you need to find somebody who was born with two heads and bring that shit back, bro. Bring that shit back to pro wrestling. <laughs> Freak wrestling? Bring it back, dude. You know how people would show up just to see that shit? And then those guys got <laughs> a job and a career. Everybody wins. Uh, if, I mean, if they want to do it, obviously you can't afford people to do things. Uh, so after this butters, now parents, Chris and Linda ground him for not only wearing fake balls on his chin, but also for lying to them and making a fool of himself on his, his parents on national TV. They say it humiliated them and his grandmother had a mild stroke when she saw it as well. Uh, following that, uh, we also hear then butters gets a call from Stan and, or Butters call Stan, that is, or either way we'll hear. And Stan, uh, Butters explains to Stan that uh, the, he, he's scared uh, because Stan tells him the freaks are looking for him. And Butters is like, oh, no, they're going to get me because they, they don't like fr- fakes. And Stan's like, well, serves you right for stealing our prize. Serves me right. Putting balls on my trend and lying about it. Why, I should be grounded for a month. Why do I do these things? Why can't I behave myself? <laughs> Hey, Butters, those other freak people from the show were just over here looking for you. Oh, Jesus, they were? Yeah, they wanted to find you bad. Oh, God, what'd you tell them? I told them where to find you. What? Why the heck would you do that? Well, they want to kill me for not being a real freak. Oh, well, it serves you right for screwing us over. 
Oh, Jesus, no. They've come to boil me alive. Just like Lobster Boy. Just like Lobster Boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. So all of a sudden, the freaks appear at the house. They say that they are angry at having the limelight taken away from them. And they ask Butters to join their strike. Like, initially, Butters was freaked out. And he's like, well, I can't go. I'm grounded. And they're like, why are you grounded? And, oh, I'm grounded for putting balls on my... I mean, no, I'm not grounded. <laughs> uh, so... He reluctantly agrees in order to avoid being discovered as a faker and joins the group, which includes Nurse Golem from Conjoined Fetus Lady, the Thompsons from the episode How to Eat With Your Butt, and Dr. Mephesto's old assistant, Kevin Mephesto. And Cartman and his mother go on the Maury Povich show now because Cartman convinces his mother uh, that uh, you know he's a bad kid and he wants to pretend along because the operator told, tells Cartman, yes, uh, we need your mother to come along with you. So he asks his mom, tells her to pretend. She says yes, so now... After seeing a teenage girl live on set at the Maury Povich show by the name of Vanity Swear, physically beat her mother, and boast about her out-of-control way of life. <laughs> whatever, whatever, Maury. Uh, Cartman dresses up. Ask my mom. Cartman dresses up a slutty teenage girl in an effort to beat Vanity and win the prize. For everything she says, he makes up an even more outrageous story. And during the sequence, he, of course, says his famous line, whatever, whatever, I do what I want. <laughs> Such a cutie. Well, let's bring him out. Here's Eric Cartman. Whatever, whatever. Mommy, my mom can't control me. Act her. Go on, act her. Go on, ask her. Ask her. Did you ever know any out of control kids, Joe, as a kid growing up? Like this? Yeah, the, yeah. There, there were a couple that I knew just through. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Like there were a couple I knew at school. Um, there were some times where I was pretty out of control myself. Um, but I mean, it wasn't anything like the, like huge sluts or anything like that. But like there, there were a lot of kids raiding their parents' medicine cabinets and shit when, uh, I was in junior high and all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, like friggin' couple kids that were like smoking since they were like eight and drinking since they were nine, shit like that. Jesus. But yeah, like Vegas does some weird things to people. It's like, oh, my parents, like there are a lot of latchkey kids in Vegas. So, right. Now that makes sense. That sounds like San Francisco, right, Darren? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean it's not it, it's not so much every other person as it is every twentieth person, but man, that person is is screwed. <laughs> like the, the every once in a while, it's it's that kid that's on on Mari Povich. <laughs> it's like we had we had a few in our town that just, yeah. but I, that's any town, right? I like especially Vegas. I feel like mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, you know. Uh, and it's probably more so even than San Francisco, but uh, Oakland. I mean, I grew up in Southern California myself, so Los Angeles. So I knew. Yeah, it's just it's, uh, you know what I mean. I would any big city. <laughs> I would even say to a certain extent, I could have been considered a troublemaker, but I never got in like fights or acted out with my parents. 
it, it was like I just had a smart mouth. So like I guess sometimes it could lead to a fight. But I just, you know, if you try to talk shit to me, like at that age, I had no filter. I was just going to fucking clown on you. And when you're five, 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 six, and you're clowning on guys who are, you know, six, one, six, two, you know, I take that very lightly as a kid. You know, so. Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone that was, you know, selling crack when they were seven or anything. No, I don't know that. Well, you know. And like, the more I think about it, the more, like, my sister was probably like the truly, truly out of control one. Like, yeah, I, there's a lot of shit that I can go into off air and MSG knows some of it already, but like, my sister was fucking wild. It well, is fucking wild still. We'll definitely save anyone the embarrassment of calling anyone out in particular. But the after Cartman shows up, they have to stop temporarily when a four-month-old baby girl named Chantel comes on stage and strips herself in front of the audience, uh, which is hysterical. The mother is like, my four-month-year-old Chantel. Maury, last night I had three gentleman callers come over, and Chantel came out and took off all her clothes. <laughs> She's just a baby. Uh, so... It's uh, also what's going on here is we have the freaks showing up outside. They profess that they're the real freaks and they should not, you know, lose their means of employment. So here's a little snippet from the freak strike. Brothers and sisters, the time has come for us to be treated with the respect we deserve. We are a strong and diverse group of people with members like woman with crab-like body, incredibly obese black person, man with brains outside of head, and Liza Minnelli. The talk shows have us on and give us little gifts and perks while they make tens of thousands of dollars. We told the talk shows our demands and they laugh. They say they can get plenty of other stupid guests to go on their shows, so we must pick at those other guests. So they started to strike and they started to break up into groups. They tell the first group to go behind incredibly obese black man. He's like, excuse me, excuse me, it's incredibly black obese man? Oh, sorry, right, my bad. And, uh, of course, you've got Butters there striking. Now, eventually, they're not going to get what they want. So they decide to go to Plan B. Butters like, oh, no, not, not, not the uh, sabotage of the video. So this sabotage of the video is a, a montage of music. Uh, Butters, still with balls on his chin, is with the others. When they start to sing about finding the true freak label on talk shows, and most of the audience agrees, and they're going to actually leave the studio. A lot of decent, hard-working freaks in America are losing their talk show jobs to freaks of a different nature. Sure, everyone in this great country of ours is a freak, but true, physically deformed freaks must be recognized. For it is these real freaks that make you all feel better about yourselves for not being one. So next time you're watching television, make sure it's a show with freak freaks, and not just with people that are freaks because they're stupid trailer trash from the South. That's what we mean when we say look for the true freak label. Look for... The true freak label. When you are watching a TV talk show, remember somewhere a union's growing, our wages growing, to feed the kids and run the house. We work hard, but who's complaining? With TMU, we're making a way. So always look for the true freak label. Because you made us 
obviously that's the Juke Freak label song, which of course harkens back to a lot of these. We don't get these a lot anymore, but we did get these in the late nineties up until probably early two thousands, these PSAs and songs. I mean, it harkens even back right to the sixties and seventies, eighties, Michael Jackson's we are the world with a bunch of people. So like they were doing these PSA songs for a long time. I know they tried to do during COVID. I saw maybe one, maybe two with a bunch of people, but they were just so forced and generic you know what i mean like pushing a narrative versus pushing a good positive message um what did you think of the true freak labels joe song it's one of my favorite songs i like the whole focusing on butters to start it off and everything to like really poster like child. get it people's yeah a poster child and like really it's like that shriners ad with like that yeah you know the one don't I just get me fucking started on those goddamn Shriner ads. I'm sorry if you are offended by what I'm going to say, but if I saw that kid in the wheelchair, I would drop kick him because <laughs> I'm so tired of him and the other stupid kid or that's now an adult. I know they're fucking adults peddling their shit and acting like kids. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's basically where I was leaving off. Like, Butters totally reminds me of the Bowtie Kid. Sorry, I was. I have to see those commercials at least three to four times a shift in the middle of the night. And I've been seeing them no, I know. years in different varieties and different formats. I've seen four by three ones. And then recently, I just saw fucking a hot, a 4K. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, are these people still doing this shit? Is that what they're spending my donation on? Upscaling the 4K? Jeez, I'm burning that blanket. Care about the upscale the 4K? Good, but because you got to send it to fucking TV stations. But like, why are why get some goddamn new kids? Like, anyway. No, 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 no. They struck gold with that kid. They're not gonna find another kid like that for like at it's least not a kid 20 years. Goddamn adult. <laughs> oh my god we're gonna get so people are gonna be so pissed cartman is furious of course because butters once again got in the way of his plans and now uh i didn't want to skip over you darren did you like like any of those psa songs do you have any notable songs when that you liked or maybe when you were growing up or maybe recent memory no man I, they're no imagination land so right exactly there you go <laughs> So as we mentioned, Carpet Furious Butters once again got in the way of his plans, runs outside, grabs the balls on Butters' chin, and tears them off. Butters is initially frightened by what will now become of him, but the Union then chased Cartman, who ripped poor Napoleon's balls right off his chin, as they mentioned. And then Butters thinks, of course, that perhaps he got away with uh, one after all, but then at this exact moment, his parents arrive in a taxi, and he realizes he's in trouble again as the episode ends. Butters, you have screwed me out of a prize for the last time. Oh, double hamburgers. Jesus Christ! That out-of-control kid ripped poor Napoleon's balls right off! Get him! Seems like it turned out okay for me this time. Butters? Oh, I know. And there you are, and there you have it, guys. That is the recap there of that episode. We're going to take a quick commercial break and hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up, guys? Check out our fancy, dancy, stoner-rific threads here. 
that we picked up from thebakedboysclub.com, our brand new sponsor. We're sporting them. Joe over there is always fresh looking. I mean, Joe, how fresh is that shirt? It's fresh. It's fresh. And then you got Tom Bout, Tom Bout Scoop here, Ian. I mean, he's looking pretty saucy, or as mm. they like to call it, the Versace t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's just a sexy beast with that t-shirt. Mm. And, of course, I've got the amazing NES shirt here. So, guys, to get this great apparel, visit thebakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. So not only can you get baked, but we're going to save you some money so you can continue to get baked. So visit thebakedboysclub.com, bakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys, not just a brand. Not just a brand. It's not just a brand. It's It's a a lifestyle. lifestyle. And we're back. Once again, thank you to our sponsor, thebakedboysclub.com. Use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. And you can do that in person at their location in Las Vegas or as well as we mentioned at the top of the show, when the site uh, resumes after the reconstruction. But we've had a lot of people use our code, send us pictures. Uh, Baked Boys have sent us tons of gear, so we appreciate them as a sponsor. And once again, uh, congratulations to uh, Mark from uh, Baked Boys. Uh, for uh, having a, a, a daughter. So that's awesome. Or having a being pregnant with a daughter. Cool stuff, man. Uh, Darren, you're going to read some of our trivia factoids here for the audience. Why don't you take it away? All right. We got some uh, some interesting tidbits about this episode. And I honestly, you know, I don't even know all of these things. So you might catch a bulging eye surprise at some of these. <laughs> uh, so this episode is the first time Cartman's mother lies to get him in onto or into something and i think that's definitely Which, a reference. once one thing that comes to my mind darren like it's a reference as i always think about the uh handicap episode the mental the, the special olympics episode mm-hmm. uh, since we were talking about that earlier as well like he, she he lies to get him on the fucking team but i know she's of course lied for him uh you know prior to that and after this as well because you'd think he'd learn it from somewhere but if she took this long you know <laughs> I don't know. Six seasons. seasons. Like Carbon played it well. Uh, All right. So the Thompsons, Kevin, Nurse Gollum, and Lisa Lisa Cartman can be seen in the crowd during the strike. I might have have been Lee. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, So the episode features a completely different opening sequence, uh, a new one. Is it the first? So is it the first time they did that? Yep. Second. Second? Because fourth grade was the first time they changed it. I'm not, I'm right. And then they were using yeah. fourth grade before this one. I apologize. Yep. Yeah, this episode is the first one to feature the new song. And you are correct, Joe. This is the second new iteration of a theme song opening. And where they're made out. Yeah. Exactly. The, but their second change. Yeah. Yep. Where they're made out of construction paper. and Yep. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny being Kenny being dead in the in the actual intro. That's oh yeah, I forgot. So he definitely he wasn't dead at all in the first one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, Timmy. I, I haven't made that connection yet. And Timmy replaces him and signs his name repeatedly, following "Living a Lie." Yeah, Timmy, 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 Live. The new theme is a more country-like version. Butters holds the Butters Show sign over the South Park sign. 
at the uh, at the end. Yeah, we get a lot of but we get a lot of butters, so uh, it's appropriate. Uh, like in this episode, butters is huge in this season. We'll see the rise and fall of butters as he kick, gets kicked out of the group later on during the bachelor episode, and then Professor Chaos emerges. But that's down the line. Yep. Uh, the Star Trek nerds are shown to have some level of makeup skills when they make Butters chin balls. And reproduce it for Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Star, yeah, the Star Trek people would be good with some chin balls. <laughs> Making all those Klingon faces and Ferengi uh, and everything else. Absolutely. They'd be the best to, to put on some chin balls and make it look good. Oh. There's an actual disease that causes rapid aging. It's called, uh, how do you pronounce this, Matt? I think progeria. 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 Someone want to tune in there? Okay. Yeah, because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, I did know this, but I did not know what it was called or how to pronounce it. I just call uh, it Benjamin Button. This is very rare. I called it the Benjamin Button disease, right? The Brad Pitt Benjamin. The, I, I think that is what, yeah, I think that's what we all call it now. Sure. Calls it. Or is that the backwards? That's the backwards one. Jack with Robin yeah, Williams was the one where he, yeah, where he ages Rob, like four times quicker. Robin Williams. That was how awesome was that a kid when that movie came out and they start looking at Penthouse and you're like, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Realize that this is what we this is what we do here in America. We, we relate medical illnesses to what movies they're in. <laughs> America, fuck yeah! Technically, why not. didn't you just say GI Joe then? Jack oh. is technically not. It was never really marketed as a child's movie. It's interesting, but everybody took their kids to it because of certain scenes like that. It's just funny. Great movie though. And the last one, right, Lobster Boy. We got we got the last one here. Uh, the threat made to Butters about Lobster Boy is a reference to Grady Styles, a real life person whose family hired a hitman for fifteen hundred dollars and had him murdered as revenge for the abuse he caused them. That's oh, that's dark. <laughs> that's dark. <laughs> and that fifteen hundred. I hope you started somewhere else. I started lower. I really think you could have done it for four ninety five. Four ninety. So that's your trivia, Joe. Read us some of that pop culture. The geeks who make butters fake balls are a parody of the lone gunman from the X-Files. They also appeared in the episode fourth grade where they were the ones trying to make the time travel device for Timmy's chair. Ha ha. Sarah, Sarah, you are a teacher. And that is also. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is also, of course, one of the cruxes of our shows. Suck my balls. Present them. <laughs> yes. Um, we present the scene where week. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Fuckers. The scene where a man tells Mari that the ratings have just started to plummet is a play on the original Star Trek series where crew members often viewed computer displays in such a way. The man also bears an uncanny resemblance to Leonard Nimoy, who played Spock. And I'd like to bring up a fun fact as someone who actually does sit in front of television stations all day and someone who actually on our temperature and satellite readings has to monitor the Nielsen ratings or the Nielsen meter. I can effectively say that in some way that is accurate, like you can live call and see the drop and plummet in people watching. But 
for someone to be doing that, they'd have to be dedicated on that channel at the time to like to try to get the most live accurate up to date. Does that make sense? It would be a lot easier to be like to to look at it over the course of quarter hours and hours if they had to do it because you know you're managing like I manage in one pod right now five to six stations at a time. So at the every hour for some of these stations, every two hours, I have to write down the temperature meters of the of the satellites. I have to write down the server temperatures. I have to write down, you know, different tower lights are on in the area to make sure security. But then I also have to write down Nielsen, was it on or yes or no? That's literally what I type in yes or no. But looking at the meter, you can see it moving up and down and stuff like that. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Now normally if it's a show that people are watching, it doesn't move, you know, drastically like that. But I I, I would have to think that in certain situations, I bet the ratings could plummet, right? So Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, when Cartman appears on the Maury Povich show, which they consistently pronounced as Povich, which I think they were probably trying to avoid a lawsuit or something. When he appears on the show and is arguing with the other out of control girl about who is worse than the other, he states that he ran for Congress, one, had sex with an intern, killed her and hid her body. This is, of course, a reference to the Gary Condit scandal, which we just touched on a couple weeks ago with uh, Butter's very own episode. And then we also Liar! Mentioned, didn't they eventually didn't they eventually apologize to him specifically? Um, they, I don't know if they apologized to him, but they said that they felt regret about it because it was later came out that he had nothing to do with it, Still, which I didn't, I didn't find out until we did that podcast. Right. Yeah. But in a circle of picketers, you can spot out a miniature incredible Hulk walking around, but he is not holding a sign. But um, when Cartman is trying to convince his mother to go on Povich with him, he says, I have such a pretty mother, such a wonderful mother. These quotes in his tone were often used by Rhoda, the sadistic little girl in The Bad Seed, to win favor from her mother. I have such a pretty mother, such a wonderful mother. Yep, that's the one. I can't do the voice. Fuck it. In the crowd of strikers, you see a character similar to Rocky Dennis, the subject of the 1985 movie Mask, starring Eric Stoltz, which a, another show put together by Manatees also made fun of uh, Rocky Dennis years later. Joe, is the 1985 Mask the original version before Jim Carrey, or are they totally different movies? Two totally different movies. Okay, just for our audience. Because I know people will be like, what? Totally different movies. Another movie with the mask that that triggered a memory? The Iron Mask with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man in the Iron Mask. Um, greatest roles, to you. Yeah. But uh, no, the Rocky Dennis one is kind of like the Elephant Man oh, in a God. lot of ways. That movie. Okay, I get where you're now. Yeah. I- yeah, let me touch your face. <laughs> what is that? Are you wearing? Right. Oh God. Um, yeah, the yeah, I was the True Freak label videos. <laughs> the True Freak label video sabotage that the freaks make butters star in is a shot by shot parody of the international ladies garment 
workers union commercial from the 70s, which showed the workers singing a song known as Look for the Union Label. Look for the union label. If this commercial is from the 70s, there's no copyright. We can play it. I was going to say it's fair use at this point. Yeah, here, let me let's I'm gonna share my screen. We'll pull it up here. There used to be more of us in the International Ladies Garment Workers Union, but a lot of our jobs have disappeared. A lot of the clothes Americans are buying for women and kids are imports. They're being made in foreign places. When the work's done here, we can support our families and pay our taxes and buy the things other Americans make. That's what it means when the label says union. Look for the union label when you are buying my clothes dress or bows. <laughs> Remember somewhere our union sewing, our wages going to the paper pits. And the house we work hard, but who's complaining? Wow, fucking South Park. That they've a lit that was literally a shot by shot. shot. Yeah, note for note, everything. The fact that they fucking did it exactly like that was beautiful. Uh, it, the words, the lyrics, that was hysterical. Uh, but go ahead, continue on with the pop culture. Yeah. No worries. The Out of Control Teens subject on Maury Povich is a direct parody of the very same subject and the way it's treated on Povich's show and other morning afternoon talk shows such as Jenny Jones. Like these were the ones where they were always sending the kids to boot camp. They'd like show these little punk asses and then like some old Marine would come out and like yell at them and crap. And there was always the one that would like break down and crap. I'm surprised your parents never let you watch that one, Darren, because like that one, you know, try to scare you straight or something, you know. <laughs> My uh, parents didn't let me watch nothing. Right? No, I, I'm I'm totally kidding. They let let whatever. Oh really? Like, I, dude, I, dude, okay. So you want to know who got me into South Park? My grandfather. Oh, nice. Episode one, like he thought it was the most hysterical thing. So uh, me and my brother were kids. Obviously, episode one's kind of our. <laughs> See, you're still young, and he, he kept us up uh, after my grandma went to bed to make sure we watched South Park. Yeah, the the out of control teens parodies here stuff was hysterical. Do you have a, a child that we can? You, are you a freak that we can exploit? Like the way they do, they did that. Yeah, just, in this movie and this show. Oh no! Oh, it's no doubt. It's pretty close to how they were doing it too. Um. Vanity's line, you ain't bad, you ain't nothing, comes from Michael Jackson's bad music video. You ain't bad, you ain't nothing. Yep. In the True Freak Union video, there is a deformed man in a football jersey jersey, who looks remarkably like Sloth from The Goonies. Um, oh, and this is probably one of my favorite ep- fucking moments in the episode. Yeah, like probably my number one favorite in the episode. Cartman boasts, 
Yep, Cartman Bosett, he digitally put Jabba the Hutt back into the original Star Wars movie. This, of course, is a reference to the special edition of A New Hope, which included various edits due to improvements in technology to fit George Lucas's original vision of the film. They go after this so much over the years. Uh, one of the other edits includes a scene with Han Solo talking to a CGI version of Jabba, which who originally did not appear in the first trilogy until Return of the Jedi. The fact that they fucking yep. then added Hayden Christian as the fucking Darth Vader at the end too. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. That That's another podcast for another day. Just like our argument about Space Jam versus A New Legacy and how A New Legacy is Far, far superior, man. Dude, you're tripping. 30 fucking minutes before they got to any Looney Tunes commercial. If this movie was made for children, every child would fall asleep. My best friend Alan told me his child had a hard time even getting to the first 30 minutes. Then the last hour was one fucking full basketball game. Fuck you with it being better. It was garbage. Thank you for reminding me to watch that, you guys. And honestly, can we can we schedule another time for me to just sit in and watch you guys have this argument? <laughs> yes <laughs> yes because oh, i think i man. think we need to at least get that for, for you too because i don't i don't know who i'm a laker fan that's self-serving fucking prick anyway yeah, i'll put it on my youtube i don't i don't care who, who's we do or like where we put it you know you've been making new channel for just the one video but we need to get get one out there you guys arguing about space jam because i think people want to see that whatever whatever <laughs> did you put java back in the original towers whatever i did whatever home Whatever, whatever. I made Don Cheadle the new villain. Don Cheadle was horrible as a villain. They weren't even in fucking space. Continuity. Yeah, whatever. Then call it Cyberspace Jam and it would have been fine. Continuity. When Cartman and his mother are on the Maury Povich show, he mimics what the teenage girl from Clubhouse is by saying, yeah, it's my body. My mom always gives me shit for smoking, but it's my body. I should be able to do whatever I want with it. And that's, of course, as we mentioned from the movie Clubhouses, uh, which they also parried that a little bit in the previous Clubhouses episode, which you can go back and see in season two, our review. In Butter's bedroom, two Chim Pokemon toys can be seen. Chim Pokemon. Chim Pokemon. Got to buy it. Got to buy it. <laughs> On the door of the Star Trek dork's room is a poster of the alien that appeared at the beginning of the episode of Spooky Fish. Eric's aunt Oh, that's no, we were right then. It was Eric's aunt, Lisa Cartman. Gosh, she's so like not in these shows, makes an appearance with the other freaks. Here she's said to have a large breast and her head was turned down. Ah, okay, that's why I didn't notice her face. Okay, it was boobs. So there you go. Uh, when Butters wears Kenny's hood and coat, he resembles Kenny McCormack, despite the fact that Kenny himself has died in the season five episode. Kenny dies. And that's also, if you've been a long time listener or you're a new listener, maybe you're just kicking around episodes, you know, sporadically. And you're like, what the heck? How come we haven't been reviewing what Kenny, what did Kenny say? Because he's dead. There's nothing to talk about. Uh, now to finish up here with some of our top likes, Joe, what did you like about this episode? Um, we already went over the uh, True Freak Union ad and the um, the other, the one other thing that I liked. There was one moment that I didn't really talk about in when we came across it, it was leading into your favorite, but it's the answer is uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Just like Butters, like trying to put his foot down and be a bit, and he's still just like so childish about it. 
second time in a second week in a row, right? Because we no, not second week in a row, but second time in the last three weeks because the season one premiere was Jared has AIDS. So and he's like, first you guys wanted me to do this. First you guys wanted me to what was it? You want you got me grounded. Then you want me to go back out again. So you already got me in Dutch and then double Dutch. I'll never go. Or I, now you want to go triple Dutch. I'll never go that Dutch. So like yeah. <laughs> His like catchphrases of trying to put his foot down. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Hartman to me is amazing in this episode because of the whatever, whatever I did, whatever. Um, because I that is I, I probably say that in the back of my mind sometimes when people try to tell me things. And I'm like, yeah, see for me, and I guess this is South Park, but for me, this is all this episode's all all butters. Okay. Like I almost just I almost for even though one of his most famous lines is in in this episode, I almost forget about uh, Cartman's end of this episode sometimes when I start to think about it. I mean, as when we were talking about it this morning, uh, at first I started like to forget about his character, the whatever I do what I want is I've smoked crack since, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious. But yeah, butters like popping off is the best part of that episode. And it's like it's one of my best parts of this uh, one of my favorite parts of the entire season I, like just watching butter's personality kind of like flip and then put his foot down is is always hysterical because it's few and far between and then at the end it's just a oh well all right then <laughs> i like lobster boy the story of lobster boy lobster boy is no more uh, so i thought that was pretty funny there wasn't anything i really disliked joe did you really dislike anything no nothing Nothing to really dislike. It just wasn't like a banger. To it wasn't yeah. a banger, but it was a really good episode. Not great, but definitely not terrible. No, said, for me it was that one moment, what the butters moment. That's like the whole episode to me for in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I if you want, you're not gonna like this, Matt, based on what you just said. I do have one thing I don't like about the episode. It was the lobster boy boy story. I just for some reason, I know when they do. The, the dark stuff i love it for some reason this one just like seemed weirdly out of place to me it just didn't like fit right it just didn't sit right i don't know it wasn't even the story sure. it was just the, i think it was the guy's voice i don't I... lobster boy is no more i like this voice. that's why i like it even more uh all right well guys that's gonna do it for your full review on this episode and another edition of suck my bass suck my bass my bass my bass suck and Y'all know me. I'm your host on the scene of the air is clean. And I light up this green and other green. Yeah, boy. MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I also host an AEW podcast. It's called Light the News. We'll review AEW Dynamite. Some big news breaking, of course. They're talking about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan appearing on the show. What's the fallout going to be every Wednesday night? Join us on Twitter. Yeah, I'm still trying to get over Nick Gage. What's the fallout every Thursday morning? I'm trying to do a goddamn intro. What's the fallout every Thursday morning on AEW Dynamite's Like the Fuse? Patreon.com slash Hobby Media Group. You can also check out Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray, a TV with 10-time WCW Tag Team Champion and WWE Hall of Famer. You can also just check him out everywhere on YouTube.com slash Stevie Ray TV, Twitch.tv slash Stevie Ray TV, at Twitter at Stevie Ray TV. And uh, sign up, get free clips, enjoy it, subscribe, tell us what you think. And of course... I also want to mention our sponsor one more time, thebakeboysclub.com. Check them out. Check out uh, Rat Salad Review, who hosts all of our podcasts, Hami Media Group, and the Rad Rob Gaming Channel. Uh, our, for our guest here, before we get to you, Joe, 
Mr. Darren Robinson. Uh, what, what do you got going on in, in your life today, man? I mean, what's what's going on in your world? This, you know, a lot of a lot of music making making music for the uh, you know like you and uh, you know a lot of podcasts and whatnot. And and my boy Matt over here just gave me the connection in with a local baseball stadium over here that he used to work at. Uh, working on getting a schedule going with them. I just stopped by there a few days ago. Anthony's a nice guy, Matt. That's right. We're going to Tacoma Rainiers, the AAA affiliate of the Seattle Mirrors. Oh, I had it backwards the whole time, but oh. you know, it's right there. Rainiers. I saw the MILB logo. I was trying to figure it out. Yep. There it is. Yeah. And what where you got the, the big boy logo, the MLB logo. Yeah. The real big the super big boy logo on the back. I don't know if I can do that, but uh I, I'm from Long Island. Oh, uh, okay. You uh, also you want to plug your merch site for Gig Harbor or for Kraken, anything like that? It's not the, the Dodgers. Um oh yeah, Gig Harbor Washington on Instagram. Plain and simple. Just one one word. Uh it's the town I live in. It's one of the most beautiful towns I've ever seen. And I pretty much just, I share pictures of all the photographers are taken around the area and people travel from all over the place to, to shoot the area. I'm just like Eagles, you know, well, the, I, mean, I posted today was an Eagle. Did you see it, Matt? The thing I posted today, it was actually, it's crazy. My mom took this, this picture. This is the first time I've posted a picture she's taken on there. It's an Eagle pulling uh, a fish up out of the water. Oh, nice. Like perfect time, like great photo, but it's like an eagle thing. Don't you have a, a, a distro site for any gig harbor merch you want to plug? Anything like that? T shirts, beer cozies, anything like that? Oh, yeah. You know, because the crack one open spelled with a K for the crack. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. The bucket hat and the t shirt that I have that on uh, ghwashingtonstore.com. There you go. But it's all linked on that, you know, that Instagram and whatnot. And that's to keep just in case Instagram going. Just in case people don't go to the answering room, you can go to ghwashington, you said .org or .com, I'm sorry. ghwashingtonstore.com. There you go, ghwashingtonstore.com, guys, and get some Gig Harbor apparel and uh, follow them along there on uh, Instagram at, uh, what is it, Darren Hart Music? Yep, Darren Hart Music. You know, uh, Darren Joe, Hart underscore music. Darren Hart underscore. Joe, I realize we didn't give you your intro at the top of the show. I'm a dick. I'm... That's okay. Uh, you're good. Um <laughs> I don't need it. Official song. When it's 40 below and I don't give a fuck, I had a hater in my truck and I'm off to the rodeo. Why the fuck does my computer keep doing this? You piss me off. Anything to plug before we go? Um, just more shows as always. Um, more shows, more shows. Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those things. Um, I am about to fall flat on my face right now. It's, it's been a weekend. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of Suck My Balls. Balls. And we appreciate you coming in and listening to another. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you being here, Darren. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Just walk away. You can put a stop to all this. Just walk away, and we will spare your lives. Just walk away. You're pretty good.
Thank you.